This is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things, all elite wrestling. And one of them actually knows what they're talking about. We'll let you decide. Welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Welcome everybody to the one with the Q&A bit, the Q&A show where Sarah and I read your uh, AEW questions and we try to answer them to the best we of do. our abilities. Yep, we do. Uh, so cool. Um, yeah, we got uh, a few questions this week. Uh, we're excited to get into those. But uh, Sarah, how are you doing today? You doing good? I'm okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Have a good day. Cool. Good yeah. week. Good week. Yeah. No? Yeah. 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 Okay. Hey. <laughs> But we're having some fun today. So. We are. We are. That's good. I, I've picked up my very first uh, Christmas present from my daughter uh, oh my goodness, yesterday. Christmas. Yeah. I, well, you know, it, with me, usually I try to start earlier, um, but I haven't. I just like picked up the first thing now, but it's a good one. And it relates because she she said the only AEW figure she really, 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 really have, has wanted from the beginning before it was even a thing was Britt Baker, the Britt Baker Aww. figure. I ran across that yesterday. And uh, I was going to go ahead and give it to her, but I'm like, man, Christmas is coming up. So that's, that'd be a pretty cool one to, uh, to have. So Aww. I have it hidden. I have it hidden in the house. My wife looks so excited that I picked <laughs> up a wrestling figure um, for <laughs> our daughter for Christmas, but she will be super excited. So I'm excited for her to open that one up for Christmas. Aww. Yeah, so excited that's about that. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm I wanted myself. Yeah, of course, I wanted myself a Christmas present. All right, well, did you already order like this year? Like, what did yeah. you order? Moxley's book. Oh, what? he's. I get it. He's trying to. He's trying to. You know, ride the coattails of the young bucks. Is that it? Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jesus. I'm just kidding. I want, <laughs> I want to get that one too. It it does look good. I haven't. Uh, when does it come out? Yeah. For me, for the UK, it's out December. I think for America, it's out November. Okay, so but if I you lived over here, I've, you could I've, get it early. Well, yeah, but I had it. I've had it pre-ordered <laughs> since it was announced. You could pre-order it. <laughs> okay, totally not worth moving to the US just to get the book early, huh? No, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Not just for the book, um, it's a few reasons, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. All right. Well, cool. Uh, we're about to jump into the questions, but before we do, I want to remind everybody to check out all of our content, our, our Dynamite and Rampage reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay-per-views. Also, please give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay, and you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. And if you don't mind, give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. That'd be so cool. Yes. Um, with that out of the way, Sarah. Yes. Are you ready to try to answer some questions? Mm, yes, let's go. All right. I will start us off okay. with a question from Ted the Hillbilly Hill. Oh, fab. Yes. And his question is, when Wardlow turns on MJF, 
does he join another faction or just align himself with whomever he needs to? Hmm. I can't wait for the mm. moment that he does it anyway. So I'm, I'm mm. totally excited for that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't think Wardlow needs to be in a faction per se. Mm-hmm. I would love to see him like kind of create his own thing around himself. Um, yep. Not necessarily a faction, but just kind of like a good group of a good group of people. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like Jade to be in that. If I who? Put any- Jade. That's exactly who I was thinking of just now. I was yeah. waiting for you to get done. So I go, him and Jade. <laughs> yeah, him and go Jade ahead. would yep. be an absolute force yeah. in general. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And she could sack off Mark Sterling. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> he's just like more... Like he yeah. doesn't really like I get why he's there, mm-hmm. but yeah. he doesn't really do anything for her character because she's quite formidable on her own. I don't see why she needs a man to be a manager. I think she'd be quite formidable just being her own mm-hmm. person, but with Wardlow, like their own separate things, but you know, got each other's back type thing. Um, Compliment each other. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't mm-hmm. think she needs anybody to actually you know she doesn't need backup she's her own backup um so yeah so Mm -hmm. i'd love that i just i don't i i don't want warlord in another faction because i think he sometimes gets a bit lost and i want to see him kind of become really dominant like we were saying recently on like i can't remember if it was rampage or dynamite review that the big guys in aw kind of seem to get Mm -hmm. forgotten unless they're with Kind of yeah. like a faction, but I think Wardle's one of them that he's charismatic enough, he's got his own type of persona around him that I don't think he needs one. I, th- I like yeah. I said, I think he'd be quite good on his own, but maybe tied in with Jade as like complementing each other type thing. Yep, to bounce off of that, uh, if if it because Jade, like I said, Jade was on my mind, so that's that's cool that you mentioned her. Um, but if if he's gonna join a faction, I agree. I think I think him alone, maybe complimenting somebody else, would be better than a faction. But if he was, mm. how cool would it be for him to be the only male in a women's faction? Oh my goodness! Because it's like the reverse. Typically, yeah. you have like a bunch of dudes, and you have one lady that's like part of the faction. Yeah. Like you know, China was with DX, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So it would be really, really cool to, to his size just to yeah. have him as like that, almost like that big enforcer guy that's that's mm. with the ladies. It's just I just I would like that. Um, I would like that, but what I would like instead of him being like the enforcer guy, I'd like him to be like kind of not overshadowed, but kind of for his character, kind of like the women's side of the faction to be kind of more dominant. Yeah. If that makes sense, yeah. I have because mm-hmm. like go ahead, go ahead. more of like like you know like your J type um, female wrestlers. If you have uh-huh. them kind of at the forefront, it kind of flips the whole script around, like you're mm-hmm. saying. And yeah. not that I'm saying that you should be like a wallflower and non-existent, but yeah. just to have that. Like another person that I think he'd be really good with is like Big Swole because she's a complete yeah. like mm-hmm. full front personality. 
again like red velvet another one that is like really like has a dominant character but mm-hmm. i feel like aw don't use them for that um yeah. so something like that yeah. i think would be quite interesting and that's that's why I think he would be so good for the ladies faction because I don't mm. think he's not that overpowering personality yeah. at least at least not yet he may develop into that yeah but he's kind of the silent strong silent type Brooding sort of type <laughs> yeah yeah so if you had somebody like Britt Baker who is like the yeah. head of the faction and she's very mouthy you know or yeah. and Jade I mean she's out front got that that strong personality. Yeah. Wardlow's the one that wouldn't really overshadow any of the ladies, I don't think, yeah. even though he's like, I mean, huge. I mean, it's hard to miss him. And it's funny, we're talking about him getting lost in the shuffle. I mean, like, mm. how do you lose somebody like Wardlow? Where did Wardlow go? Where did he go? <laughs> Where is yeah. that big, oh. tall Jack guy gone? <laughs> like, there he is. That's him. <laughs> so, Standing yeah. But everybody I, else. Exactly. But yeah, I think he it would be great because he wouldn't personality wise wouldn't overshadow yeah. any of the ladies. So that would be fun. I don't yeah. know, but I do I do agree with your first statement. I do honestly though. I think him alone or at least paired with somebody, especially another lady mm. or I mean another a, a lady. Mm. Uh, would be I good. definitely would love to see him as his own type of uh, wrestler mm. persona, like <laughs> going for like a TNT championship. And, um, yep. I think he'd mm-hmm. absolutely like kill that. I think he'd be really good at that. Um, I think he's gonna be a really good big baby face. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And the best bit is like he's managing to um, kind of balance this heel face persona that he's got because he's obviously classed as a heel with the pinnacle, mm-hmm. but he's a face against MJF, so he can do both, which I think is like. Yeah. quite a good skill to have in his back pocket because like AEW isn't so much like these are faces, these are heels. Um mm-hmm. apart from the obvious. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. um that'd be quite good for like like we've said, like when you go against a baby face, sometimes you need to heal it up. And when you go against a heel you need to like, you know, kind of turn it more baby face type thing. So mm-hmm. I think he I think we haven't seen the best of him at all and I'm really I'm oh, no. excited to see what we will find. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited for whatever. I just can't wait for him just to annihilate MJF. It'll be marvelous. <laughs> that has to be. That has to be a pay-per-view match. Oh, it, it better or spe- be. Or I... special dynamite, but definitely. Yeah. I really want it to be a pay-per-view. I don't want it just to be. It sounds really harsh. I don't want it to be on like a dynamite. But I yeah. just think because it's been building up. Mm-hmm. It needs a it needs a pay per view blowout match. Yep, I agree. Oh, uh, several just to constantly yeah. see MJ getting pummeled. So <laughs> running for his life. Yay! All right, this one is from uh, Coaster Rick, uh, also known as Adam. Uh, we've yes. had questions from Adam before, but we found out that he is also Coaster Rick. That's so cool. Um, so his question is. As it's the holiday season, what modern wrestlers would you cast as famous horror icons? From classic Dracula to the slashers like Freddy Krueger. Name at least five each, if you can. So, this five, man, this is tough. So, five AEW wrestlers cast as classic horror. Okay. Or modern horror. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first since I asked. That'll give me time to think about okay. it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I would love to see um, Sean Spears kind of like... Um, I think Sean Spears would be quite good as like a Jason with his mm-hmm. chair though instead of his machete. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, he wouldn't need to wear a mask because you don't want to cover up that face. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I I would go Sean Spears as uh, Jason Friday 13th but with his chair instead of his machete. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I'd say. All right. Oh, so we're going to go back and forth? Yeah. Okay. Darn. That's something you're going to do all five. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pulling up up the AEW roster right now because I need to remember what everybody is. Man. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go. Let's see. Um, Let's go with Lance Archer Mm -hmm. as Jason Voorhees. Friday so the, same the 13th. Guy, yeah, so the same, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, you just said Jason too. Okay. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I, I was so busy and I, I heard you. <laughs> I was so busy going, oh, what am I going to do? I got to think of all these names. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to go with uh, definitely Lance Archer, Jason Priest. He's got the size. Yeah. He, he's big dude. Uh, you put a, a hockey mask on him and uh, I think we're good. I think he'll. I think he could probably be. He's probably about the size of the guy who plays Jason. Yeah, you know, it's big dude. Yep. So okay, so my next one um, is Bobby Fish as Dracula because the teeth. Ooh, good pick. Like the teeth. <laughs> that's very good pick. That's that's sneaky good. Yeah. Thank you. Hmm. Mm. Let's see. All right. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs as Candyman. Ooh. That grin. Yeah. That grin. If <laughs> I'm not saying turn the lights out and saying Candyman in a mirror or whatever. Is that how you do it? I haven't seen yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah. I'm not doing that if, if I'm going to see him grinning behind me. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm going to go with that. Powerhouse okay. Hobbs, Candyman. Okay. Um, I am going to go. I am going to go with Darby Allen mm-hmm. as Ghostface from Scream. Ooh, okay, I love that movie. Anyway, but yeah, 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 I love the first one. <laughs> first, yeah, one the first one's so good, so good. Yeah. Um, all right, Marco Stunt as Chucky. Oh my god, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Marco is Chucky. That's it. Um it has nothing to do with the size. Nothing. Okay. At all. <laughs> nothing at all. But I do. I think you I think you would pull it off well. I think you would. Um, okay. So Orange and Cassidy is Michael Myers because Michael Myers doesn't move very fast. He just turns up and just stands there and then disappears. <laughs> it's basically that is Orange Cassidy. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's great. Oh, oh. that is great. Uh, yeah, the slow lumbering yeah. um, 
Yep, that would be perfect. <laughs> perfect. I just that want to blank, see some that blank stare, just like just hands in pockets, just stare. You know, like the scene where yeah. he's like in the washing line, and he's just stood there. <laughs> he's all the washing's blowing over his face, and he's just stood there. You look orange can't sunglasses and everything, but just legit like. A denim boiler suit and everything. It'd be brilliant. It's now I want to see so badly somebody for Halloween dress <laughs> yeah. up as Orange Cassidy with the Michael Myers mask on with the shades on. Yeah. Uh, something please. I want to see now after that. <laughs> uh hmm. How about going real cheesy with my, my horror movies? Uh John Silver. As Leprechaun. Oh. <laughs> I love those Leprechaun movies. As, as horrible as they are, and they're really, really bad. It's like one of those those guilty pleasure, you know, of watching those. They're yeah. so stupid. They're so stupid. Yeah. Um, I can see. I can see John Silver pulling that off. Oh my god! Uh, not that he's that short, but if you could superimpose him and make him, you know, work it out, yes. With your special yeah. mo- movie magic that y'all have out there in Hollywood, and just make a shorter version of John Silver just dancing around with his little, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I just think that would be great. <laughs> and um, I don't know where I'm up to, but I have like two more in my head. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll go with you two. I think I only have one more left. Uh, okay. So, um, um you, you can do two. Kenny Omega as Hannibal Lecter. Oh, just because oh. of his eye, like focus and like the way he like flies off the hinges and then is like really calm at the same time. Yep. Ah, oh, I like that one. I like. I would never nice. would have guessed that one, but <laughs> <laughs> wait, do that one more time. <laughs> I can barely pick it up. I hope y'all can hear that. Oh, this should be creeping me out more than it is. You know it's me, <laughs> though, right? So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it just makes me laugh. That's great. Um, <laughs> ah, man, I, I'm trying to think of a last one. Um, mm, this is really tough. Take out, you know what? I'd love to see Cody Rhodes play American Psycho in Christian you know Bale's Christian Bale's role. Give him that and just tell him to go that character route because that's the only thing that I think will actually get him over with the crowd right now. Yeah. (laughs) You're right. That character may totally get over. People would uh, get behind Psycho Cody Rhodes. The plastic Mac and everything. (laughs) I just... Oh, I, re- I remember. I remember. Um, yes. I watched that on the plane it, once. It was hilarious seeing the woman next to me. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> I remember getting my wife to watch that movie because I loved it so much. And uh, she was like, "What are we watching?" I said, "American Psycho." It was when we were dating. You know, yeah. surprise, surprise, we lasted. <laughs> but I was like, and "We're like halfway through it, and uh, to the part where he's running naked down the hallway, chasing the girl <laughs> with the chainsaw, yeah. and then drops the chainsaw down the stairwell." And she was like. What are you having? <laughs> but I just, just get like, upset the fact that he kills Jared Leto. Like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. 
But it's just such a good horror movie. Anyway. Yeah, it is. It's quite fun. Yeah. Made me a Christian Bale fan. It's really random, but it is quite fun. It is. Um, So my final one, even though I've probably done more than five, is... um, And... So it's not a person, the um, horror movie icon. But can we have the bunny being Annabelle? From the Conjuring uh, universe. Oh, yeah. Yes, that that would be good. Mm, I love them movies yeah. as well. I, like I now want to go watch a lot of horror movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, good stuff. Hey, can we count Jurassic Park as kind of a horror movie? Because if no. so, we can we can put Luchasaurus in it. It's got scary <laughs> moments. It's got scary moments, right? No. <laughs> he can be a Velociraptor. What do you know about the T Rex? That's horror. Yeah, but the Velociraptors just seem those are yeah, scarier but, than T Rex. Yeah, but the T Rex bites the goat and drops the goat thing, and also eats a guy that's in the true. toilet. True. Okay, I mean, that's that's pretty like. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> fine. We'll we'll make Luchasaurus a T Rex and yeah. Jurassic Park, even though it's not a horror movie, but it'll just be a bonus. <laughs> there you go. I could literally right. spend hours doing this as well. It's yes. really sad of me. <laughs> she could. She totally could. Yeah. Um, yeah, good question. I like it. Very good question. Good, good stuff. And it is a holiday season. It's spooky season. This is this is Sarah's season. This is my season. I gotta mm-hmm. go watch the evil dead on Saturday. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to a drive in cinema and you have to drive through um like a, a scare tunnel or like these scare actors come out and like um try to open your door and if you get out to like go for like get drinks or something they chase you they try and to then, open your door yeah of your car. i sure hope arn anderson does not go to this thing <laughs> if so, so... I'm, I'm making sure my door is locked okay um, <laughs> <laughs> and then while you're watching the movie they still come around so we're watching like evil dead like the remake version the one that i like yeah and we're watching why these scare actors come around during the movie so yeah <laughs> okay that, that that's a cool idea well this is the time of the year that usually we watch uh nightmare before christmas this is when i mean we we can watch it any time of the year this is usually when my daughter really starts wanting to watch uh nightmare before christmas a lot, i so. watch night before christmas twice a year <laughs> halloween yeah. and christmas <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah that's, so well uh, i'm sure we'll fire it up here pretty yeah. soon sometime this week Aww. all right uh, you ready for another one yeah so we have questions from our friend neil Oh, yeah, Um, he's got a bunch of questions, right? He's got a bunch of questions, but some of them are kind of with the same Mm -hmm. subject matter. Yep. Uh, One that I'm sure you want to talk about. So Slick doesn't want me to talk about it. Um, (laughs) So the first one is, despite the Audible being called, who do you think was supposed to get the finish in Archer versus Eddie? I, I think... I think it was still supposed to be Eddie. Yeah, I do as well. I know we talked about this a little bit on the the Dynamite review. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was supposed to, still supposed to be Eddie. It just seems like they still want to tease, like you mentioned, tease that possibility of Eddie versus Moxley since they're on opposite sides of the bracket. Yeah. Um, 
but I guess we'll never really know unless we no. don't, you know, talk about it. But it feels like it was supposed to be Eddie. Yeah, I think that. I it just seems too um not too obvious, but but too much of a good opportunity to pass up. Mm-hmm. teasing the fact that two best friends could face each other in the final of this tournament. Um, yeah. So, yep. yeah, so I, I think that always, always going to be the case. Um, mm-hmm. And we're just happy that, you know, Lance Archer isn't too badly hurt and you know, he yeah. should make a full recovery. So exactly. that is a good thing. And I wonder, uh, my question too, I wonder if they use, if Archer uses what happened as part of the story because they're really good at Kind of like we saw with uh, FTR with that mm. injury that happened at, on the, the turnbuckle, mm. that became part of their story. Yeah, um, and we've so had this he, with Archer before, where he's like, he's used like the real life situations mm-hmm. to say that AEW aren't giving them the chances and all this type yeah. of thing. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he did that with, I think, for the TNT title tournament, he did or mm-hmm. another. World Championship tournament. He did it work. Something. Yeah, that he said, like, that he didn't actually, you know, like, he got cheated out of it or whatever, like, that type of thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think he, I think they will mm-hmm. use it. Um, but, yeah. like, when he's actually, like, you know, properly yeah. cleared and good. When he's good. Yeah. 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 I'll, just, I'll just, I'll just be interested to see how it plays into things. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yes. All right. So the next six questions, the next Five questions. Five questions? Yeah. The next yeah. five questions. Um, Neil's just getting it out of his system. He hasn't asked yeah. a question in a while, so that's what it is. He's like, yeah. I haven't asked one in a while. Yep. Um, so this is a warning for Slick. <laughs> uh, we're <laughs> going to talk about Cody Malachi 3. Uh-huh. Uh, so, Cover your ears. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, he wants to know the following points. Honest opinions mm-hmm. on the Cody Malachi Black 3. Could it have done without all the interferences? Did it have the right finish? Will that I'm not mad, just disappointed on Anderson's storyline continue to help Cody's character? And did mm-hmm. Cody's character have enough redemption with this build-up and match to no longer be booed out of the building? But we do have a tie-in question to this from Chris. Yep. Because like we said on Dynamite, this is like such a hot, Topic to be talking about with AEW right now after Dynamite. It is. So then Chris tags like has his own question where he says, "What do you think about the overwhelming booze for Cody on Dynamite, and what next for him and Malachi Black?" So basically, <laughs> yeah, go. <laughs> <laughs> take, it um, away. take it away. Take it away. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was was it the right finish? I'll start with that one. Was it the okay. right finish? I do think looking at how it's become a hot to- a topic, a hot talking point because of the finish, I think it was the right finish. However, um I do wish that it would have been a hill version of Cody that yeah. got that that got that finish. Um, it's, it's just, it, so it goes back to that. Did he do enough, uh, to build up, to get this redemption, um, mm. you know, to, to keep the booze, the booze away. <sighs> no, I do not think there was enough redemption. 
I just no. don't think there ever, in my opinion, there ever should have really been any type of redemption. I think mm. he, it should have been more of a revenge feel than redemption. Mm-hmm. And that ties into me wanting him to be healed. And I get it. If they don't want to go the healer out, that's yeah. their prerogative. But I think it would have, uh, I think if it would have worked, I think we still would have been talking about it, but we'd have been talking about it differently. Yeah. If, he would have sought revenge. And he, I guess you could still say he sought revenge, uh, mm. but but it still felt like a tried to be a babyface triumphant win. Um, mm. And I don't think it's working to to keep the booze away. I think if anything else, he will receive more booze uh, yeah. because of how this happened. Now, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's. Part of the plan. I, I I can't say for sure until we see how things play out. And I think this whole Arn Anderson storyline, where he's he's not mad but just disappointed, as Neil pointed out. Uh, I think that could continue to help Cody's character, depending on where the story goes. I think there's there's still a lot of potential with mm. that arm being so tough on him. Um, I'd still, again, I hope I was hoping and still hoping that leads to a heel turn. Um, I thought that might have been the catalyst for it. Um, we haven't we haven't seen the hill turn yet, but it still could happen. Um, and maybe that's maybe maybe in their minds they realize if he tries to seem triumphant, the booze are going to come, and that could booze could lead to they're they're wanting the booze now. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I want to feel like they're very aware of what's happening, but part of me is that they're fighting against it, and mm-hmm. I hope that's not the case. Um, but, and to, I think it covers most of what was there, except for the interference. So I want to hit on that too. Um, I think it could have done without the interference. Um, yeah. So it makes me wonder uh, if there's more there between, you know, we, we question on um, Rampage if there's some type of alliance between Malachi Black and um, Andrade. And because he got involved again, it makes me wonder if that is the case, if there is some kind of mm. alliance there. It still it feels weird to me still. Uh, but the fact that that's twice now they've they've crossed paths there, you know, been involved in their matches, I guess you'd say, have been out there together. It makes me wonder if there is something there. But I think it could have done without it. I think it kind of muddied the waters um, a little bit overbooked, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Mean- now you go. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> honest opinions on Cody Malachi Black Free. Nah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> here you go. Um, <laughs> no, the match was good. Yes, the I match just... was good. I I'm trying not to say basically what I said on Dynamite Review. Yeah, but I've had a lot more time to think about it, mm-hmm. and I'm still coming to the same conclusions, but. <laughs> I'm trying to articulate it better. Even yeah. though I did my best on the Dynamo review, I'm trying to articulate it better. You did a great job. I think I did do my best. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. I think with regards to did Cody's character have enough redemption and build up for the match? No. I think basically Cody got his act together in two weeks with arm burning a bonfire and his tie on his lawn. And being slapped across the face by Kylan King. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, I'm running the ropes, which is random. Um, 
I really think they could have done so much more with this. You could have had, you know, on having a meeting with Cody, you know, like if you're trying yeah. to get Cody to be this kind of, oh, uh, how can I say this? Um, all American can do absolutely everything type guy. Why not have yeah. him sat in a boardroom or at his office doing stuff and Arm comes in to talk? Um, yeah. Trying to give it some gravitas background instead of just like burning a guy's tie. Um, mm-hmm. I also think that this shouldn't have happened on a dynamite. I really think this should have been held off till there was a bit more space between the matches. Mm-hmm. Like what they did with the first one, obviously Cody R went off to do his TV thing, but I feel like if there had been a bit more time, they could have explored the whole build-up and Cody's arc of, you know, getting back into, you know, in inverted commas, winning form. Um, yeah, yeah. This could have been this could have been a full gear match. Mm-hmm. If you want to go to that point. Um, mm-hmm. And full gear is not that far off from when this happened, so I'm not 100% sure why no. we didn't get that unless they are doing something... Because you wouldn't wouldn't think that they wouldn't have Malachi, who's like one of like you know quite a um, not top guy, but you, like kind of very over guy right now on yeah. the pay per view card, and you would have thought Cody would be on it because it's Cody. So yep. unless they're planning yep. something else, I'm not sure why they didn't <clears throat> wait. Um, and I think if they did, like I said, they would have had more build up for it more kind of depth thing we could have seen a bit more from Malachi that would have been great um and have yeah. Cody responding maybe a row two for this that would have mm. been good um so yeah I, I think like what you said like Cody and AW need to really recognize that as much as what he was he isn't now revered as like this over angelic baby face like it's the company's grown so much more and there's so much more talent and different types of wrestlers that are fit in that bill now mm-hmm. then that's why the fans are like well no we've already got them types of people you just brought in brian danielson and cm punk we can only give cheers to so many people um and also yeah. because they don't make a point of saying or kind of directing their audience into saying, this guy is a heel, this guy is a face, apart from obviously the walkout tunnels. Yeah. The people that are meant to be in your heel bracket, like your Adam Cole, like your Malachi Black, are getting cheers because that's who people are obviously gravitating towards. Mm-hmm. It's not their fault that that's happening. And it's not necessarily Cody's fault, but there needs to be something where they look at this and go, right, well, obviously the crowd wants to boo your character, so why don't you, you know... They're only so good at listening to the audience and giving Mm -hmm. people what they want that this is really bizarre, the fact that they're not. It's like the whole thing with when people were crying out for Britt Baker to get the title. It was kind of like, yeah. everyone's asking for it, but you're not doing it. And Britt Baker was a heel yeah. champion, but she got cheered because everybody... That's the problem. The, the waiting on stuff 
for certain wrestlers is getting to be on a point where people are just going, well, we're not going to give you the reaction you want because you're not listening to us. And I think that will start to become a problem if they uh, don't start getting I, this Cody character right. And I think with this is a good example with Britt. Uh, and I don't, I don't necessarily think the crowd reaction thing is a, a huge, huge problem. Um, I think it's more of an issue with Cody than it has been with anybody else. I know Britt, yeah. the fans are going to cheer her, uh, but I still don't think it's like a a big thing. Um, and it's funny, like they haven't really – we expect them to make her just a baby face because of those cheers. Mm. Uh, but they haven't. But it hasn't really affected anything. I mean, people no. are going to do the DMD with her. Just yeah. like, you know, when Jericho was a heel, they're still, yeah. was, they were still singing his song. Yeah. Uh, it seems more glaring though with with Cody than it it does with them, um, I, and I don't I don't really know why. I don't I don't. I think it's, it's because even though Brit is meant to be healed, she still does heal stuff. She yeah. just gets an overreaction where Cody is being face and yeah. not really doing much face stuff on mm-hmm. like the surface. So. That's the probably the getting is because I don't think anybody can really relate. I think that yeah. might be a problem. I think that's probably why you just nail on the head that the two we were talking about before were heels getting cheers because yeah. they just felt so cool. Mm-hmm. Where in this, it's a baby face getting booed and trying to get cheers. It kind of it it feels more natural or feel feels better with the heels getting cheers yeah. than it does with with the baby face getting booed. I think it's more, uh, it feels like a slap in the face. If you're baby mm. face trying to get those cheers and they're like, no, nope, not going to cheer you. We're going to boo you. Yeah. Um, but I still, I hope there's a plan. I hope they're, they're aware. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but we'll, we'll see as we always say, we'll see how it plays out. I also personally, like I'm trying not to be completely negative. But if you look That's really at, hard for you to do. I, I know. know, I know. When you're talking if you about Cody. At, <laughs> if you look at the book and Kenny Omega, right? Um, so they are heels. But when they were yeah. faces, they still got the reaction they wanted. Mm-hmm. As in cheers. Yeah. The thing they've done differently to Cody, from what I can see, is they've still, even as faces... They still try to be kind of, how can I word it? Kind of more relatable, like more down to earth, if you want, if, yeah. if that's like the root. Where Cody kind of seems to go off on a bit of a, I don't know, flashy run, where he was like, um, he, he like offered people money and his watch at one point um, for like a match or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's not helped. Even though that was quite a while ago, I don't think that's helped. And then obviously yeah. after the whole pandemic situation, you know, a lot of people have like lost their jobs and things like that. And he's still kind of, you know, coming out uh, like with all the flashiness and the like TV shows. I don't know if it's playing a part, it, but it could do. I think it was. It feels like the shift really started with the, the reality shows, yeah, talent show stuff, and with the Anthony Agogo feud. Yeah, I, I feel like those things combined right then were, were the shift. I feel yeah. like we first started hearing those boos really, 
with the Anthony Agogo feud. Mm. So that that could have been, uh, and I know that's when we really it, the Cody character really became a hot topic with us on our show. Yeah, is during that obviously because you know there was the U.S. versus U.K. thing. So mm-hmm. I don't want to rewind back to that, but I know no. that's when we <laughs> we really started. Yeah, focusing on the Cody character was then, so that we could look back at that. Was that a moment when the fans? Not fully turned, but it's 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 at least fifty fifty, if not yeah. if not sixty forty now. Mm. Um, but we'll see if he gets matched up with somebody that people really hate. They could get that back, and he's really good at those at those fiery promos that, uh, especially when he's talking about the company itself. Yeah, because uh, he's good at rallying the troops. Uh, mm. Kind of that that kind of speech. Uh, so. I would be interested to see if he cuts a promo like that again. Yeah. What kind of reaction he gets from the crowd. Yeah. Um, if they treat it like he's pandering to them or if, you know, uh, and I think that might be a cool way to go. If, if he went out there and started doing one of those things where he's talking about what they've done to get AEW here and he starts hearing some booze mm. to hear him, to see him flip the switch mid promo, yeah. you know, where it's like, really, you know, it's just, you know, that kind of, but yeah. it, for it to feel natural for him to just realize in that moment that, you know, screw you guys, you know, yeah. <laughs> just kinda... I think, I think that is definitely a way for him to go and relating to what Chris has said or Chris's question, I should say, like, um, what next for him, for Cody and Archive, like, I would <laughs> like to see some kind of what each of them think about the other, what they've taken away from the three matches. Yeah. Um, how it's affected Cody, what and then to see what happens with Cody because I don't think his character's completely lost. I think this can be resolved for him. Mm. I just I think he AEW and himself really need to kind of see what path to take mm. and like yeah. really look at this from like a viewer's and fans perspective because Something's not clicking and they need to kind of find out what it is. And with Malachi Black, I I don't want to see him work with Andrade as kind of like an alliance. Yeah. I don't really see Malachi Black as somebody that would work for money. Um, yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm curious to see where he goes from here because there's nothing... Re- he had that thing with Dante, but there's nothing really else yeah. that could be lined up from that I can see at the moment uh, anyway. So I'm curious to see where he wants to go. Speaking of the future, I'm going to pose one question to you. Uh, okay. Is, do you, would you like to see Cody versus Malachi four at full gear? No. Or, or do you, th- yeah. And that's the, and that's <laughs> what I'm, what, do you think it needs that? No, or, it's too soon. You know, it's because too of soon. what Malachi said on Twitter. Yeah, it seems like, and you you talked about that on the Dynamite review. Yeah, it seems like from that Twitter that 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 tweet uh, that he put out, it seems like he might be done with Cody. That he thinks yeah. his work is done because his whole goal was to show the world the real yeah. Cody uh, yeah. and to get to kind of tear his world down. Yeah, uh, not necessarily to win every match. Yeah, uh, so, I definitely think okay. that was Malachi's intention, and you know. If that was yeah. he, he succeeded. Um, but yeah, I, I, if there is ever a fourth match, please be like in about nine months' time, because 
AEW is not one for doing rematches after rematches after rematches. Yeah, yeah. And they've done three. <laughs> they've done three. That's why um, I was. That's why I was because I've heard some people wanting to see another match, no, and no, 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 I'm no. I'm one that doesn't that doesn't. Want yeah, that, so. no, I'm I'm not. Probably like you know nine months to a year down the line, revisit it. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever reason, maybe Cody's turned heel at that point. Um, but yeah, not at full gear. I definitely want to see them do something at full gear, but I, I don't know if they can hot shot anything in about what two yeah. weeks. Yeah, we're um, it's, it snuck up on me. I didn't realize it was that close. Until yeah, I know. You, you mentioned it on Dynamite. Whoa, yeah, it's slightly it around the corner. Um, and so yeah, so at the moment, no, I just want to see. I just want to. I want from both of them what the. Like the take is from the matches, what they both think, you know, yeah, has happened, mm-hmm. and I just want to see what's going to happen. I'm more interested in what's going to happen with Cody, which is really bizarre, than mm-hmm. what is Malachi because I sort of feel like Malachi's pretty set and comfortable and confident where he is. Yeah, I feel like we need. I, I'm more interested in what Cody does, just because I have no idea where he's going to go. Like yeah. what what route we are going to take with Cody because it seems so up in the air. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to go one way, but everybody, all the fans are kind of pulling another way, and yeah, someone's got to give yeah. in at some point. <laughs> it's almost like he's at a crossroads. Yeah, interesting. Mm. See what I did? I did. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh so yeah, yeah. great. Great questions, uh, everybody. Yeah, um, yeah we uh, and we I spent. Hope a ton- I, I hope I did okay, Slick. I tried to be really, you know, <laughs> fair. <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard for her to be fair when she's talking about Cody. Uh, Again, no. I you, like you the do. Guy. I just not a fan of the character. I it, think I, I think I'd be more it, of a fan of Cody's character if he went heel. Yeah. <laughs> And in your defense, you are you're fair when you talk about. I mean, I, and you're giving your honest opinion on the things, uh, yeah. especially as a big Malachi Black fan. I know. Yeah. Again, I know you weren't happy about the way that ended. So you, I think, I think you've been fair. I'll um, And it's it's hard for me to admit that, <laughs> but I did. So there you go. Um, yeah, and the thank problem y'all. is, will I be fair when Hangman and Moxley meet up? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fair. I'm just not sure you'll be so happy with the results. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. Good questions, though. Yeah. Uh, thank, thank y'all so much. Um, we appreciate it. Uh, and we also appreciate everybody that follows us on Twitter. If you don't, you can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. Uh, you can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. Yeah, can. Uh, and you can also follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you do that podcast and that. Uh, so thank you all again so much. Uh, y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Bye. Get me a pen or something so I can start writing down some hard people. Some horror people. Some horror people.